Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast Wellness Walks. I'm Hannah Bright, the women's wellness coach, and I'm here to talk to you about topics covering all things women's health, both physical and mental. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get stuck in. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Wellness Walks podcast. On today's episode, we have Hebe, the founder of the kombucha brand Boo Chacha. I think this episode is going to be super interesting for a lot of us because a lot of us are becoming a bit more aware of our gut health in recent years. And kombucha has so many benefits in that kind of area and in other areas. So let's just get stuck straight in. Why don't you introduce yourself, Hebe, to the listeners and give us a bit of an overview on what kombucha is and how you came to be the founder of the brand that you are um okay well hello and thank you for having me hannah um so boo cha cha is a kombucha brand that's focused primarily on encouraging people to homebrew their own kombucha and that's because of the journey that i've been on with my own gut health and how specifically the homebrew kombucha made such a difference to me um I find I don't get the same benefits when I drink shop-bought, but we can come on to that a little bit more later. Um, and I started doing it when I'd come back from traveling and I found that I couldn't get any real kombucha anywhere. So I started to make it after seeing it in Japan. And yeah, just drinking a small, you know, 100 to 150 mils every day really makes a massive difference to how my gut responds to other foods and how it kind of is just more balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I suppose let's start off with what are the benefits that you've experienced or that people that you've spoke to about kombucha have experienced from taking it regularly? Um. So... For me specifically, it was all kind of gut health related. Um, I used to have a lot of symptoms of IBS and food intolerances and these strange bloating cycles like my whole life that no one ever really, I mean, no doctor ever found anything that could cause that or I was never diagnosed with IBS or with a food intolerance, but I found that I just gradually cut out anything that was white anything that wasn't high fiber anything that wasn't a fruit or a vegetable basically and I'd still get these strange bloating cycles and um so I just got to the point where I didn't really eat anything normal I didn't have a normal diet at all and the kombucha it was so weird because it's like had an immediate effect and it was it was so immediate that I it had to be the kombucha. And then last year I went away for about six and a half weeks and I didn't take the kombucha with me. And the way I felt different, it was just so obvious that it's the kombucha that helps me feel the way I do now. And it's just, you know, everybody has those days where you have a heavy tummy or you just feel sluggish and you feel bloated and you feel tired. It makes you feel so lethargic and tired and unmotivated. Like we can all relate to that. And that's what it stopped for me being every day. I used to feel like that every day. And then now I look back and I can see how much better the kombucha actually made me feel because yeah, I can remember how it felt. And, and, um, 
and obviously I still have those days every now and then you you can't get out of it it's you know it, you never know when they're going to come out really but um it I know that I've got something that helps me uh so would you take it obviously you take it regularly every day anyway but then if you were feeling particularly bloated or like your stomach wasn't feeling right would you be like oh, okay actually maybe I'll take a little bit extra yeah I, yeah and I don't know if that's you know a little bit of a placebo thing I don't know if you know anything like that really makes a, such a huge difference once you already feel a bit but the thing is about kombucha is that it's um it was used in I think Japan as like energy fuel for samurai fighters when they were in like battles and so I think it's you know because it's so natural and it does have a, a low sugar content to it and it has a low caffeine because of the tea and it's got all the antioxidants I think it can kind of like you know just sort of fire you up a little bit and kind of act as a very light energy yeah drink. yeah so interesting um and do you recommend taking it first thing in the morning to kind of fire you up for the day or does it so be- that's well so that's how I find it fits into my life is that as the cup the kettle boils for my first cup of coffee in the morning I just have about 100 to 150 mils of kombucha um straight out of the jar um so it's fresh from the fermentation and it's got that light fizz and you can sort of just feel it like you know work its way down into your tummy when it's empty and I think that's when it's probably most likely to have the biggest effect and once you have it as a habit as well in your life you kind of yeah you're gonna then start to have it every day yeah we're gonna be more consistent if it's just something you like automatic almost thing Mm. okay that's interesting and then other than the gut health benefits which I think from what I've heard seem to be the the biggest benefits what Mm. Have you experienced anything else or have you heard of other people kind of really experiencing any other benefits from it? Um, Yeah, so there was one particular customer who um, she had water retention that she had no idea she had. Mm. And um, she found that it she lost a lot of, well, she said dress sizes. So I don't know if you'd refer to that as losing weight or losing kind of like bloated. Like yeah. she found that she just was she was bloated before and she hadn't realized Mm. and so she had this sort of like you know like detox type reaction to it um another thing I find that really helps with is balancing my sugar levels like I think I'm quite um responsive when I have sugar even sort of like a banana like if it's quite ripe can I feel like I get like a really fast heart like my I don't know. I don't know if I just have it in my head, but it feels like I get quite a fast heartbeat. Yeah. So um, if I've, you know, if I know I'm going to eat oh, a banana and yogurt or something that's quite sweet, sometimes I just have a little shot of kombucha, you know, 50 mils before I have that. Or if you gonna know you're going to have a very heavy dinner or, you know, like a big roast with roast potatoes, Yorkshire puddings, all of that, then sometimes I think having something just to sort of line your stomach um before can sort of dampen down those high kind of like drive effects that sometimes you feel right so kind of similar to is it apple cider vinegar that a lot of people kind of have before that they're going to eat something that they know particularly might rise their blood sugar levels that's kind of yeah yeah I think um the kombucha does have a lot of similar 
characteristics to apple cider vinegar. And you can also make um, kombucha vinegar. I mean, in exactly the same way that you make kombucha, which you just leave it to ferment a little bit longer. Um, so I guess that has all of those effects that the apple cider vinegar has. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay, so obviously you your business is making kits or giving people can purchase kits from you to make kombucha at home. How easy is it to do that? Because I know some people will be put off by the idea of like, oh God, I'm going to be slaving over this thing. It's going to take so long. I haven't got the patience for that. And then they just buy it maybe from a shop, which you've mentioned before, it probably isn't as good as making mm. it yourself. So how easy is it to make? So I would describe it as, and it's so funny because... I do workshops and, you know, people kind of come with notepads and ready to, you know, really focus. And it is literally as simple as making a giant cup of tea, letting it go cold and then mixing it in with the SCOBY, which is the little pancake thingy that's kind of made out of jelly. And if you go on my Instagram page, you can see loads of these videos of scobies. And everyone's really fascinated by the scoby when you see it first. And it's, I mean, I would describe it as like a pancake made out of jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sits in the top of the liquid. And you basically have, so in the kits that I sell, you have the jar um, that's three liters and made out of glass, and that has a tap on it. Mm-hmm. So that means that creating this continuous brew cycle that I try to encourage people to have um, is so much easier because you remove the kombucha rather than removing the scoby, which is another method called batch brewing. So when you Google, you can typically read about both of these types of brewing. And I would always encourage people to do the continuous brew cycle because it's a lot safer. It's a lot easier. You need way less equipment and it's just totally faff free. And the thing is, I always tell people is I'm absolutely useless in the kitchen. So if I can deal with a kombucha brew, literally anybody can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you, you can use any tea you use. I always use green tea myself because that gives a uh, it's like a lighter flavor with it's a little bit more citrusy and the black tea can tend to be a little bit um more bitter and the flavor and the color is a little darker it's not quite as appealing whereas the green tea sort of comes out like a cloudy lemonade um and it just and obviously it has way more antioxidants in because the green tea itself um has a much higher level of antioxidants than black tea um yeah so and then you just use um uh, 120 grams of sugar for two liters and then most of that is broken down by the scoby and turned into organic acids by the time you drink it so it won't it has a very slight sweetness to it but mostly it's quite tart and a little bit fizzy and uh, yeah some people say citrusy some people say kind of a little bit gingery it's it's a very difficult flavor to describe yeah um it's quite unique yeah and going back to the teas you use so it's black tea or green tea are they the only ones that you can use so black-, black tea green tea or white tea white oh. tea yeah I find white tea um it the flavor is nice but I'm not sure on the levels of antioxidants that you get with the white tea i think if you use white tea it's better to use a higher volume um whereas with the green tea um yeah you just get so much more sort of like power from and the loose green tea that i use and pack in all the kits yeah 
mm-hmm. is quite a high quality one um and it's a censure green tea um and so the leaves are really nice and big and they sort of they really expand when you use the um obviously put them in the water and I just think you get so much more out of those than you do like the other teas yeah so that's yeah you get more benefits and mm. scoby you're just continuously using you don't need to get a new scoby no continuously use the same one yeah so that's the idea behind the continuous brew is you get included in the um kits that I sell you get the SCOBY the only one you'll ever need and the two bundles of ingredients which have the really high quality green tea in so that does your first two batches of kombucha and then by then your SCOBY will grow and you'll have a pretty solid layer of um SCOBY that will be you know pretty indestructible and then if people want to carry on brewing and try out different teas then I'm more than happy to tell people this is the amount you need or this is what I recommend um or I also sell the top-up brew bags on my website so people can keep buying the high quality tea um and I do that in a couple of different flavors as well okay brilliant yeah awesome and then I suppose you've touched on it earlier but um is it better to make your own compared to buying it from a shop or a supermarket or somewhere? So it's it's quite a difficult thing for me to understand the way that it's sold in supermarkets um, because I can see how my scobies bubble away and, um, you know, they release these gases as they ferment. And then once you seal it off from the air and will continue to ferment a lot slower if you put it in the fridge but it will continue to ferment if it's live as as everybody talks about kombucha you know full of probiotics live bacteria that's why we all drink it um so once it's in a can or a bottle and it's not kept in the fridge which quite often they're not um it just feels confusing to me like because it should explode (laughs) if it's alive um so I think there are some clever ways to pasteurize slash filter these kombuchas to remove those live bacterias so that it can be stored in that way and then they're slightly not written in the way we'd expect it to be written on the bottle so maybe you don't quite know um so I, I have started a new thing at the moment trying to um, build a subscription service for what I would to refer to as like real kombucha. So it's drained and delivered the same day and then um, to be put in the fridge and to be drunk within a week. And I'm trying to deliver it on a subscription service so that people can have, you know, this shot of kombucha every single day um, of a fresh batch that is real and live um and I think people are always quite surprised when they taste my kombucha because it's so different to what you might buy in the shop um theirs tend to be you know have fake carbonation added a lot of flavors and sugars and it's really interesting when you read the back of the labels because I kind of suggest that people drink you know 100 to 150 mils and these bottles are often 330 or 500 mils. And you think, I would never encourage somebody to drink that much kombucha yeah. that's real and pure. So what else is in there, kind of? So what's it diluted with or what's it been? Yeah, I mean, I'm not to, you know, poo-poo all the other kombucha brands because everyone's kind of doing their own work, you know, and everyone has their own way of looking at it as well. 
for me it's a health tonic yeah and it and it's you know kind of like a medicine mm. whereas for other people it's like a lemonade replacement or yes. that's so true and I suppose it's like anything as well if you make it at home yourself you tend you know the ingredients are going in you tend to put less in whereas if you're buying it from a shop there's always extra added little things that you know yeah yeah, yeah so that's how yeah <laughs> interesting, really interesting um and I suppose what you're doing now is quite a good way of introducing people to it if they kind of think I'm not sure I'm ready to take on making it myself possibly going through a subscription service like yours trying it out for a few weeks to see if they feel different from having it could be a good way to start and then go on to making it themselves yeah that's what I've th- I've kind of thought that maybe once because it does feel like such a hurdle to get you know you get the kit and then you get it home and you have to unpack it and it is a bit I remember how it felt when I first started it is a bit overwhelming and you're always in your head oh god I've done it wrong oh no I'm gonna you know poison myself and it's actually so difficult to do it wrong um but I completely understand the kind of fear factor that sits behind it um and then it's so funny because you know pretty much every single customer messages me at some point to say oh no it's all gone wrong look (laughs) this must be mold and I'm like no no that looks perfect to me you know Uh, um and then people get used to it and they know what to expect and and I think it is once people start to drink it and start to feel the health benefits I think people will want to buy the kits because it's sort of becomes a a ritual and then by making it as well you get other benefits I think you know you put all of this like love into making your own kombucha and then you get to tell your friends oh my god I've made my own kombucha and it's like a new thing yeah it's something new that you've learned and like it's fascinating I think everybody in their life should ferment something because fermentation it's like magic and so yeah I think um I think the kombucha subscription itself will sell the kombucha kits. Yeah, definitely. And I suppose it's like what you did because you tried it out when you were in Japan mm. and it made you want to go and then make it yourself. So interesting. And also, can you add, you can add other things, can't you, into the kombucha once you've fermented it, like ginger and other different ingredients? yeah so quite often I'll add um like a little I mean it's easy I'm all about making things super easy so I use ginger powder and turmeric powder and you can use of course like fresh turmeric fresh ginger or fresh lemon and all of these you know like fresh things and but the powders give you just the same amount of you know flavor and the kombucha is really good at like sucking everything out of things like turmeric and ginger and so you get these really bright colors and um lots of flavor from just adding a tiny bit of something like sometimes I add cayenne pepper and a little bit of lime juice and then you kind of you know if you fancy something a little bit like a sober tequila you know um so yeah I mean there's so much different stuff you can do with a kombucha you can pickle vegetables in it you can use it for salad dressing um you can make ice cubes yeah yeah so yeah it's a very versatile thing and I think when you've made it yourself you also have you know liters of the stuff at home to kind of test that out and test that out and try lots of different things and I love it when you know customers post about what they've mixed it with and had it in a gin and prosecco cocktail with kombucha I think oh my god that gives you inspiration (laughs) yeah yeah that is really cool I like that Awesome. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, Yeah, I suppose the only thing other thing was kind of 
people that maybe don't suffer from gut health and stuff like that, would they still be, would it be something they can still benefit from? Obviously you've mentioned how it's helped bloating and I suppose that's intertwined with the gut health, mm. maybe clearing out and giving and processing better, um, but benefits in other ways, I suppose, energy. Yeah, I think people have um, also said to me that they find it helps with sort of curbing appetites a little bit. You know, if you get into like a three o'clock kind of slump and you think, oh, what snack could I have? Like having a little kombucha sometimes of some frozen fruit in um, is something. And even just like a shot of the kombucha with a soda water in the top, just yeah. something really nice. It's not a water and it's not a cup of tea and it's not, you know, something very sugary and um so I think people use it in all different ways like that. Um, yeah, good for energy. And yeah, the sugar control, I think, really helps me as well. Would it be um, not so beneficial having it later in the evening? Does it affect sleep or anything like that? Or So it has traces of caffeine. The caffeine is, the majority is broken down during the fermentation. Um, but there are traces of caffeine and there are traces of alcohol. Um, but lower than what you'd have in a vinegar, lower yeah. than what you'd have in like a ripe fruit. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 like tra- it's trace amounts. And if you're having it daily, you'd probably have it earlier in the day anyway. Yeah. Spicy kick the evening, then you know it's going to be better than having alcohol anyway. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Awesome. Oh, well, I think I've covered all the things I wanted to ask you, but I don't know if there's anything you think the listeners would benefit from hearing or anything else you wanted to add um I don't think so I think we've talked about everything yeah (laughs) awesome well so just to reiterate to anyone that's listening so your offerings are that you do obviously workshops that people can attend to kind of see the whole process happen in front of them yeah um they can buy kits from your website and then you also do the subscription Yes. So the subscription is launching imminently Mm -hmm. Um, in we're starting off just in the Bournemouth and pool area because obviously my thing is fresh kombucha. And so there's not much point sort of shipping it all over. Um, It will be delivered locally only. Um, Yeah. And we have a discount code for your listeners, too, um, which was Hannah Bright 10 for 10 percent off on the website brilliant um, put that in the show notes so everyone can see that there yeah what's your instagram as well so that. the instagram is at boo.cha.cha and the website is www.boochacha.co.uk awesome all right so people can go and yeah reach you at either of those yeah yeah I think that was everything that I wanted from you so that's brilliant that's amazing so interesting to hear about it and you've inspired me again because obviously I've been to one of your workshops and I was like right I need to get on this and then life happens and then speaking to you again I'm like I know I can benefit from this myself because I get have always had a lot of gut health issues so I'll speak to you once we finish yes (laughs) you've been brilliant thank you so much for coming on today thank you and I'll speak to you again soon Thank you. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If I can ask you a big favor, please, would you be able to rate and review this podcast? I would massively appreciate it. 
Otherwise, if you want to connect with me, I am on Instagram at Hannah Bright Wellness. And one other thing, if you think there's someone that would benefit from listening to these podcast episodes, then please do share my podcast to them. Any friends or family members you think that will enjoy it. Otherwise, I will catch you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.